Hello everyone and welcome to the episode. In the coming episode, I would like to make an attempt to weave the fabric of shunya with the help of scientific and non-scientific threads. As I proceed, you will feel that the shunya or zero is not just a number, but it's a concept. So a lot of science, knowledge and philosophy is coming towards your way. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Thank you. After turning the pages of history, I figured out that the concept of shunya was given to the world by the Indian men Brahmagupta and Aryabhatta. This idea was then passed down to the countries such as China, Middle East, France, Egypt and the English countries where it got its famous name as zero. Then onwards, it was just used as a mathematical number for attributing to the quantities. We start learning about numbers when we want to count something. As a child, when we want to count the number of things we have, we started them counting as 1, 2, 3 and 4 with the natural numbers. When we start distributing them and reach to a value when we left nothing, we want to have a number for it and we call it as zero. And this makes the set as a whole numbers. So the use of Shunya to account for nothing or the void is the first necessity which I felt for its use. Which sort of make us think that the nothing has a value too. This value can be easily understand by removing or adding the number of zero in one's salary. <laughs> Jokes apart, as an outcome of research, now I feel that the understanding of zero and its concept can make us very much proud and inspire us about doing research for our country. So as we grow up and learn that the numbers can take a negative value too when it comes to the integers, the zero was standing right at the boundaries of the positive and the negative numbers. And by doing the arithmetical operations on these numbers, the zero was attainable arithmetically. This idea of Shunya represented the neutrality of it as a whole. Meaning, the divide of one thing and the abundance of the other can equivalently be counted as the Shunya, which can also be seen as the boundary of yin-yang, the Chinese principle. All positive and negatives starts from the same datum and merges in the one and the datum is nothing but Shunya. When we progressed with the mathematics and reached to the calculus, we figured out that when we equate the variation of a quantity with respect to its parameters to zero, we can say that the quantity has attained its peak in the given domain. As the domain increases, we can see many peaks and valleys, but the principle to see the peak and valleys remains the same. And this principle of zero represents the invariance. Invariance in Sanskrit is called Nishchalata, which is a quality of a yogi which makes him focused and mindful. And now, when we open the gates of physics and go to the classical room, we found out 
that zero it's still still in there the laws of motion given by newton attribute equilibrium to zero that is when the net force acting on a body is zero we can say it is at equilibrium i feel this accounts for the representation of stability by the shunya shunya in its sense means to be stable as a net effect though we are acted upon by external quantities if you are able to generate some internal nullifying quantities we are approaching towards shunya with the computer's era a device running on the binary system and running the world it won't be wrong to say that the world is running on ones and zeros looking at the science from the perspective of a data scientist we are learning the world by analyzing the patterns now looking at the science by analyzing patterns we can relate the roundness of shunya to the materialistic heavenly quantities such as the planet moon stars the milky way galaxy and beyond the circle of life start and death the yin and yang can all be attributed to represent the shunya so as a whole the gross meaning of shunya i feel it to be the brahma the mahashunya who is assumed to be the creator of the cosmos meaning when there was nothing there was brahma with all the references mentioned earlier living in the state of shunya we are living in the state of satchit and ananda that is the state of truth consciousness and bliss which is also called the brahmavastha or the state of brahma it is a beautiful coincidence that the shunya is also given to the world by brahma gupta who can be called as brahma in short at a research scholar day creating the value for the people from the events workshops competitions and all sort of activities starting from scratch every year it's like creating something valuable out of the shunya every year so hats off to the little shunyas for adding and creating the value with this i would like to conclude the episode and thank you all for giving me this opportunity i hope you found this enchanting and joyful